Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, just before we get to the new episode of See You Next Wednesday, we want to tell you about Secret Screening Room again. Uh, this month, it is on March 5th, and it is a great event at Camera Bar on Queen Street, run by our friend Taylor Watt, who you're going to hear on Time Bandits this Friday. What do you guys think of that? Very nice. <laughs> excited to hear uh, Exciting news about this Secret Screening Room event is that I get to pick the movie... No one acts so excited about it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good and- for you, Dan. <laughs> I don't know that I'm as excited about no. it as you are. Um, mm-hmm. And even more exciting news is that if you go on March 5th to Secret Screen Room and tell them that Larry Sugar sent you, you'll get in for $5. Yes. That's a real thing. That's that for real. That's a real thing. Go there and say, Larry Sugar sent me. Uh, and then they'll give you $5 off of the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you'll come in and drink $5 beers with all of us and yeah. watch a movie that I can confirm is awesome. Sweet. All yeah. right, better be. It is. So, Secret I'm going to get Larry room. Sugar to break your legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he may be a producer on the film I've chosen. <laughs> Maybe I'll get him to come say some words about it. <laughs> Uh, so Secret Screening Room, March 5th. That's a Tuesday. Uh, camera Bar on Queen Street. Please come. It's going to be great. 8.30. Tell we will Larry be there. Sent you. Tell them Larry Sugar <laughs> sent you to get $5 off. And Tell now... Larry Sugar knows what your dick smells like. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, he's going to talk about who's smelled the best in the movie when he says some words about it. So... Um, now on to see you next Wednesday. This is Alexandra West, and this is Andrea Cibasati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to See You Next Wednesday. Hello, welcome to episode 53 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on February 27th, 2013. My name's Dan Gorman, Landshark. My name's Casey Lyons, and what? Bruce is not banging any baby dudes. I'm Greg Legro, and kill me before I turn into a vampire and give you a hickey. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what I sound like, guys? <laughs> Come on. Um, well, we got uh, film roulette, hero swap, cage match. We're gonna talk about some stuff off the top. We're gonna get to Prison Break Corner. Yes. Fan favorite, favorite, <laughs> favorite, favorite. It's fast becoming all of our favorites. Yes. Um, before we get to that, I want to talk about one thing. I saw uh, Amour 
Best right. Picture nominee and Foreign Film nominee. Foreign Film winner, if I know. Yes, winner. Mm. You're right. And completely deserving. This fucking movie, Michael Haneke, he made White Ribbon, which was awesome. Uh, Funny Games, which I've actually never seen either of. Um, that one's supposed to be... Bo- both are supposed to be pretty dark. Though. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, he's made a bunch of movies, uh, some really cool movies, and I loved Amour. Like, honestly, right, it was one of the best movies I've seen all year, for sure. And Did, and you, if, uh, did you cry like I did girl? cry, yeah. <laughs> it is so good. It's one of those movies that's slow, and it creeps up on you, and it builds the... Uh, it like builds the emotion like from the start, super slow, and then so mm. when it hits you, you're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> oh fuck! I've I'm been crying. crying for yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I would definitely suggest everybody go watch it. It's so good, and uh, the actress in it, the 93 year old woman, I think she's in her 90s. She is amazing for a role in a role that you in a role that asks her to be like in a bed and sick the whole movie. She's just like incredible. Awesome. Yeah. So. If you haven't seen that, check it out. Yeah, I gotta see that. Yeah, I um, watched a uh, Oscar movie that I hadn't seen yet as well. And what was it? I watched Les Misérables. Oh, ah. the Miserables. Or sorry, as uh, the Oscars called it, Les Misérables. No, well, specifically, <laughs> that's what John Travolta called. Though. Yeah, no, no, no. no. A few, it? a few people throughout. Really? L- Les at the end. Was it John Travolta? One of Les Misérables. <laughs> they looped around Travolta. back to the start, but he said it so great. He was like. Les Miserables. <laughs> <laughs> and he said the S kind of quiet, but then extra long, I guess, to make up for Yeah. To cover his bases. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, and also, I think fucking his hair deserves a, a mention. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. I saw tweets go out that were just like, reminder, he doesn't have any hair. He doesn't have any <laughs> fucking hair, but like, and it's it's all there, just glued right onto yep. his head. Yep. And he's staring into the camera, and I swear to God, there's a look in his eye like, they can't tell. Nobody yeah, knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. Even though he's done like a couple of movies now with his normal hairline. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't look like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It was that's the fucking weird. So how thing. was Les Miserables? Um, I was. This was after going to see uh, sh- the the morning after going to see Schomburg Fair, and my new yeah. favorite local band, Biblical. Uh, and then drinking and drinking a lot, a lot. and some nachos with uh, well, with everyone in the. We were all hanging out like real friends. I know. And uh, so oh I was kind of hungover, and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this three hour singing movie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't like musicals. I really don't. Really don't like musicals. And I know that there's very little dialogue in this at all. Like, everything is sung. Yeah. Like, every bit of dialogue. And uh, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Just great. It looked awesome. Hugh Jackman's fucking amazing in yeah. it. And, uh, yeah, all the performers, actually. Even Russell Crowe, who people were talking shit about, it, and he's really good in it. People uh, were saying that he can't sing. That's what everyone said, that he well, just, like, Well, if he was over-singy, it would, it would kind of kill the character, because mm. he's the menace of the film yeah. he's the villain you know and if he was all like pretty boys it yeah. would be well no that, brutal that's you know? the thing about javert javert should be sung really like I, I hate to say it like this but kind of gruff and kind of yeah like, and and from what i heard all of the problems with uh with him were that he wasn't putting enough weight behind uh huh. behind javert i've never seen the musical or anything but i i thought he was great um but uh yeah, I I just thought it was really fantastic, and uh, Hugh Jackman. I initially I was like, what's he doing getting an Oscar nomination? Yeah, totally earned it. Nice, yeah. he is spectacular in it. 
Uh, I really, it's a fucking long movie. I don't know when I'll watch it again because it is intensely long. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I got wicked bored in the middle. But uh, it didn't matter because the climax is great. And uh, yeah, it was really well handled. And it was brave of them to do, uh, you know, live singing. Yeah, I think that was what interested me most about it. Yeah. It adds an element to it that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, does di- it really? Because yeah, like oh, I haven't yeah. seen it yet. For Not- the quieter scenes, like the smaller scenes, it's really pretty awesome. That's that's always been something that that, that I've heard, and and I kind of had that thought when I heard that they were doing all the singing through through lab mics and everything. That I was like, well, that seems unnecessary. Hmm. Just, you know, like it, it certainly can't add anything to it because I, I think mean, it did because then it, it, could, then, yeah. it then it, the dialogue and this the everything was much more in the moment, you know. Uh, again, with the quieter stuff, particularly between Hugh Jackman and Anne Hathaway. Anne right. Hathaway fucking earned that goddamn Oscar. Yeah, yeah, uh, she won too. Jesus yeah. Christ, was she good? Um, yeah, yeah, like I'll if you're singing in 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 just like in a room somewhere, like after you've already done all the acting, you know, like there's going to be a disconnect, right? In mm. some in some way, because you're not in it. You're a not negligible disconnect, maybe. Yeah. I, I when you see the, if I imagine you'll watch it eventually and. Yeah, uh, Anne Hathaway's sure like her solos. Uh, yes, this is, that was the only way you should have done that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like her voice is amazing. Yeah, I find her so singer. disingenuous when she talks. Though, oh, like, it's brutal. And I was like, I kind of went into it expecting to not like her in this movie because I yeah. find her well, really irritating in real life. But nope, that's the crazy. Well, I've thing. never I found her away. that irritating. I've never found her irritating on film. Like I've liked really everything. Well, she's I've a good seen actress, her do, and just been so totally blown away. Then when she talks in real life, she just seems so, like. <laughs> like oh it just it's so laborious to listen to her talk yeah. hmm. um did, did you both watch the oscars or i watched you? half of the oscars okay. yeah and then i, I went to bed I, I, I watched there's a surprising amount of the telecast on uh on the interweb oh, yeah, I yeah some of it today i just wanted to mention a couple of things well like three things okay two of them are about jamie fox yeah first when he just kind of hit on kelly rowlands on with his went with his daughter that was weird was i saw that was before really right yeah, i saw yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. i saw I that that was that. awkward I didn't see any of the yeah they were like touching each other and stuff i was yeah, like what is he doing what is happening here like you know it's tv yeah <laughs> <laughs> And then later, when he was on stage, I was looking at him like, what is on his head? Do you know that he has a tattoo on his head? No, I, I Jamie Foxx has a tattoo that's like a like a Red Hot Chili Peppers armband. <laughs> like a 1990s tribal tattoo. Oh, my God. Around the back of his head. I did not really? notice that. Like, uh, yeah, like, oh, like just from, from one ear to the other, wrapping around the back of his head is this crazy tribal tattoo Mike Tyson getting a face tattoo is like weird but yeah alright yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but he's Mike Tyson yeah, yeah. Jamie Foxx is supposed to be a respected member of the acting uh, yeah, yeah. he's like oh, I'm gonna tattoo my fucking head yeah. fuck it that is insane so good for him for that and then uh, I just uh, um, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane, yeah, uh, hosting no good. No, no, not good, but not as yeah. bad as I thought it would be because this he didn't do any. I... He didn't do any Family Guy voices. Thank God. No, he was just like amateur hour at the comedy show, totally. except for when he was like. Well, kind of sexist and oh, super and anti-Semitic. Sexist. Yeah, I, ha- I took like the that- Ted part. I was like, I don't, this, uh, this no. isn't really cool. No, man. no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I took a lot of issue with that. Like, I felt like there were some jokes that people were just like, I was like, whatever. He made the joke about, oh, this guy is uh, Daniel Day Lewis got into Lincoln's head more than ever the most since John Wilkes Booth or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw somebody like 
tweet like guns in this year gun jokes shouldn't like that's insensitive after all the gun issues we've had all this year and i was like it's lincoln like who yeah. cares yeah but then like there i did take a lot of issue with like some of the like misogynistic jokes he made i was just like you're just like that like boob song i was like that's this is dumb yeah. this is the See, worst I, I didn't even take offense to it by any means i just like when he did the big which which you know was pre-planned in his head when he did his big chris brown rihanna yeah joke, yeah yeah uh like Nobody really in the audience. I mean, maybe you couldn't hear over the telecast, like, or, like, but nobody really went like, "Ooh," there was or a anything few. like that. There, there was, was a little. couple, but yeah. he it wasn't like everybody. Like, he acted like everybody was like, and he's like, "Oh yeah, they were afraid I'd do this or something like yeah. that." Like, yeah, nobody was expecting you to be edgy or dangerous. Everyone was just expecting you to be a fucking douche. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're doing. Yeah, so. you're a douche in his suit this time. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. It, like well, that's it just his whole seemed thing, like he right? thought yeah. he was being so revolutionary. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm following the footsteps of Ricky Gervais and blah. No, no, you just came off like an ass. Yeah, which is unpleasant. Really yeah, does. he was he was bad, and the and too long as usual. Like I know that that's it was an like easy, wicked long this it's year, like, wasn't it? When when you have a theme about music and everything's been about music so far, I I, I, I like I think they almost took that theme too far. It was like, and then now here's two minutes from the film Chicago plus yeah, why an Chicago? entire music number that because it won Best far. Picture or whatever. Yeah, but it was just like... Years and you know what's crazy? is I, I fell asleep during the telecast yeah. and woke up again and I didn't miss any major no. rewards. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no doubt. I don't know what I missed but I woke up yeah. and was like, oh, oh, fuck, I probably missed Best Actor Like that was so then. stupid. I was like, there's no point for you... Because there was another movie they did after it. Um, I can't remember what it was but they did... They showed like two minutes of clips or something from the movie and then they just showed like here's a scene from the movie being acted on stage and sung. Yeah. And then they did it again for another by movie. by the way, not being sung on, on stage because yeah. <laughs> she was not doing a great like, job the of lip syncing. Goldfinger <laughs> one was awesome though. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was wicked. I, I, okay, I didn't see that yeah. one. Yeah, it was all right. But yeah. Uh, the Les Mis one was great. I think yeah, yeah, it was. One day more. And then they wove in that new song that is uncomfortable. <laughs> but uh, there was another one too. Yeah. I don't remember. Some of their clips I thought was weird. I heard I didn't see it, but I heard that when they showed the clip from Amour that they showed like a part of the movie that I won't say in case nobody saw it, but like when I found out that they showed that clip, I was like, Why would they show that on TV? It's like a really important part of the film. <laughs> there was speaking of the clips, there was one that kinda I thought was funny. It was when they were doing the uh, best actress category and it came to Helen Hunt. Yeah, and the clip for her movie, which no one knows what it is or anything like that, and was like, "Oh yeah, Helen Hunch, where the hell has she been?" Mm-hmm. Her cl- and all the clips were really short. Yeah, I felt. And then her clip was something about like blah 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 and female genitalia, and he's disgusted by it. And yeah. like end clip. Oh yeah, and the cut to her and her face was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice her face. I saw that clip, but that's yeah amazing. from the sessions. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I got a whole big speech at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what you took. <laughs> uh, pretty all right. Yeah. Um. So what? Uh, should we get into some prison break corner? I before guess so. Where yeah. Yeah. Where the Oscars at? were so underwhelming. That I'm kind of. Yeah, I'm done with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I feel like I had one more thing to bring up, but it just doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. It, it, but really the Oscars sad. ended, and I did start watching Prison Break right yeah. after. So, <laughs> really sad. Uh, I didn't get to see it when it aired on on the Oscars, but the in memorandum section had uh, Adam Adam Yout. Yeah, yeah, which uh, was awesome to yeah, see no that they Andy had him Griffith. in. Really? Yeah, that's weird. bizarre. That, that was, was really weird. Year? Yeah, 
Anyway. Weird. Yeah, I just thought it was really awesome to put him in there because of uh, oscill- Oscilloscope Labs. Is Absolutely. Like one of my favorite cool. uh, film companies. Mm-hmm. Prison Break. Prison Break. Where you at? Uh, and then there was another song after that because that, uh, the, the last person uh, that they showed was Marvin Hamlish. And then uh, Barbara Streisand came out and sang Memories. Oh. oh and it was like, oh, another song. Like, they could have just fuck, cut that like, whole part out. Unnecessary. Yeah. Too, too many songs. Anyway. Oh, uh, one thing, and uh, like, so Adele won, speaking of songs, she won yeah, for yeah. Best Song, right? Yeah. Um, I'm quite glad about that because, like, everyone that I know, who, like, who, who, who knows that song is like, oh, it's such a fucking terrible song. It's not a bad I song. I really like it. I don't know why people yeah, said I like it, was it bad. too. I yeah. didn't like it when I first heard it, but I didn't hear it in contact. And I saw the movie with it. And I'm like, oh, right. It's a Bond song, which yeah. is kind of different. Like, Bond movies are different than other movies. Yeah. But it's yeah. like the coolest, kind of sexiest Bond song. Well, and it's Bond really song. appropriate for being, Well, all the Bond songs lately have been terrible. Yeah. Like the Chris Cornell one was awful. Jack White that was Jack awful. Jack White and Alicia Keys. All of the Pierce Brosnan ones. I didn't ones hate were bad. the Jack White and Alicia Keys one. Oh, I just found it really generic. And I found, like, it wasn't great. Jack White and then Alicia Keys just trying to keep up with whatever mm-hmm. the fuck Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I was so I was glad that one. I thought she sang the tits off that thing. Oh, and that was actually one good joke that uh, that Seth MacFarlane had. He said it was in uh, uh, one of his little skits, and someone was like, "Oh, where's Adele?" He's like, "Oh, Adele's just out on uh, on stage screaming her song at everybody." <laughs> and I thought that was pretty great. <laughs> Oh man! So Prison Break. Where so you I did start watching some Prison Break uh, right afterwards. So I am about uh, three quarters of the way through season two, right. and season two I uh, started off. I was really enjoying it out of the ludicrousness <laughs> of the Prison Break into like we're on the run now. Yeah, where did but we leave off? We're we're now on the run. Everyone's on their way to Utah to right. get the money. That the old man left buried. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and Five so million we, dollars. Uh, Clowny the Rapist or whatever his name was. <laughs> Teabag the Rapist. Teabag the Rapist How could you forget clown? a name like He's that? He's got his hand sewn back on. Oh, yeah. He's not dead. He just got... He no, just no. Loves. And... Uh, Peter Stormare is dead. Peter Stormare is dead. Right. Okay, so that's the only death that has happened. So, um, Sucre is on his way to Vegas to break up his wife, his girlfriend's marriage to his cousin. <laughs> Sucre is the occasional Hispanic <laughs> or uh, hopeless romantic Latino. Oh, right. <laughs> um, C Note is going to Chicago to try and, uh, I don't know what his pl- idea is that he's going to do with breaking out of prison and then going to get his wife and kid so they can be a family again on the run for the rest of their lives. That's not very well thought out um tweener is oh, i hate saying that uh tweener is uh he's on his way to utah as well he has gone to a, a university and found and hitched a ride with a young girl who is on her way to utah so he's lying about who he is and he's gonna ride with her uh yeah teabag is sewing his hand back on <laughs> He stole a truck or something. He's on his way to Utah. He's Teabag, and the other guy's C-Note, and you don't like saying tweener. Why not just separate and call him T-Weener? T-Weener. Good old T-Weener. From now on, T-Weener. Here comes T-Weener. And then the brothers, Michael and Link, are together, and everyone's got to go get the money. There's a real... Look, I'm going to skip a part because it's just so boring and Sweet. retarded. Now, the the big <laughs> conspiracy right. with the company is getting out of hand. Now, they've poisoned the president and killed him. <laughs> oh, so no. now the vice president, who's a lady, is now president. Olympus has fallen. And it was her 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was her brother who was not killed by Link, which has started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then they're going to make uh, Sarah Tancredi, the doctor, they're going to make her dad, the governor, the vice president now. Or he's up for it anyway. Okay. Right? That's easy to follow. <laughs> Um, Stacy Keach. Yeah, I'll do huh? it. Stacy Keach is the warden. We haven't seen him in a while. Oh, he's so still the warden. governor is somebody completely different. John Hurd. John Hurd. Oh, yeah. sweet. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so uh, and uh, don't the, the the vice president's brother is still alive and he's just under house arrest by the company in his house and he hangs out there. Cool. I don't know. I haven't Just seen chills. him in a while. We haven't gone back to him. All right. And uh, yeah. So, uh, oh my God, the uh, the the conspiracy thing. Here's the funniest part about the conspiracy thing: the the president, who used to be the vice president, she has this right hand man henchman dude, and he's been around running around killing people, and he's the one who killed uh, Link's baby mama and her husband, and uh, he's the kind of the tracking him down guy before we got to William Fickner. So right. he. Now, he's kind of not been getting the job done because he can't find Link. He can't find Link's son. He can't keep tabs on the doctor lady. So he's been kind of demoted, and he's not allowed to talk to the president now that she's the president. And he's all, like, uh, all dejected over it and kind of, like, he's, he's he's really kind of sad and mopey when he comes in and he has to talk to this other guy. And he's like, well, well I came to – I didn't think I was be talking to you. I thought I was going to debrief the president. Yeah. Like, you report to me now. But I – <laughs> I, I prepared, but I thought I, I prepared for the president. But you said, and he's just this jealous henchman, and he's just wonderfully stupid. Uh, <laughs> That's not what I was told. Yeah, and Are you um, no, no. So uh, shut okay. up! Don't it, it gets it, the show has gotten really boring. There's been so much we've yeah. got to get to Utah, and I mean this is taking like eight episodes for everyone to get to Utah. Right. Then finally they all get there at the same time. And they're all able to find the house. Uh, well, they were supposed to go to a silo in a field, but now a town has been built there. And they figure out which garage they have to go dig in uh-huh. because because Teabag ate the map and memorized. Ate the map? Uh, what? He ate the map? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just so they wouldn't kill him or throw him away. Just like that. Oh, so it's like a Blair Witch. Like I threw it away. Yeah, I ate, ate it. Wait this a time. No, he, he ate the map. He didn't and eat then it. Remembered to it. it. Yeah. Well, memorized the first guy. Yeah. Why did he get all those tattoos? Why didn't he just eat, eat the map of the prison and then absorb the information ah, via now his I bloodstream? <laughs> Uh, T-Bag, because he knows they're going to just burps like... up information. They're not going to want to bring him along. So he memorizes the only map of the neighborhood and, then he and eats, eats it, it, even though the map is from like the 50s. Yeah. It doesn't have the new so housing development. They're able to figure out this <laughs> that this one house is like, oh, because the trees, they're all, they're all fucking b- botanical geniuses now. Just like, oh, yeah, these trees are different. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that because it was a map from the 50s, it made him real sick. <laughs> You should never eat a map from the 50s. Never eat an old map. He's got some old disease and hasn't been around for a while. So they go to this house and pretend to be uh, uh, from the electrical company. They cut this woman's power off in her house. And she is the horniest housewife in the world. Oh, no. She's this like woman in her 40s. And she just wants to bang somebody. 
and uh, oh, she's all cool. like, yeah, yeah, she's like walking around like, who wants lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> so she's just wandering around trying to. She's in everybody. like short shorts and like a hot pink t- tank top. And uh, so they're like, oh, yeah, we totally have to dig up your garage to fix the electrical problem. She's like, no problem. Who wants lemonade? <laughs> and then Teabag the rapist can't dig because of his gimpy hands. So he's like, I'm going to take care of her in the kitchen. Like, Don't touch her. And he's like, sure. So he goes and hangs out for a while. And they have the weirdest sexy talk <laughs> while everyone else is digging. Lemonade. And she's like, like, yeah, she's like rolling around like in her in her chair like a cat in heat while he's talking about his ex-girlfriend. She's like, Wow. <laughs> She's actually and making kitty noises. <laughs> his, yeah, his eyes, she's making grunty noises. His eyes pop out and his tongue yeah. rolls down like a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on now. Slide it's whistle. <laughs> I thought Teabag the Rapist w- liked kids. I thought that was his thing. Uh, he likes everybody. Oh, okay. He's all inclusive. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was all doing all the dudes in prison. And, He's you a know, free swinging yeah. raper. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he does not discriminate. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, so they hang out for a while. Everyone digs in the old garage. But then she's all like, can you do me a favor? And he's like, anything. She's like, go tell the big one that I want to bang him. <laughs> ah, <laughs> and sweet. he gets upset about that. So you think he's going to kill her, but he doesn't. But then her daughter comes home and she's a cop. And so they all freak out. And then they hold, hold her and her daughter cop hostage to tie them all up. And they get all them, finally find the money in the, uh, in the, uh, in the bottom of the garage. And they throw it in a big bag. But they see a news report that uh, Link's son has been released from prison. So Link takes off to go get his son because that's not an easy trap to fall into. No. And then he's like, well, I'll meet you in this boozy blocking place. They had uh, some name of some bar or something like that. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Don't block. worry about it. I don't remember what it's. Boise <laughs> the boozy block. Anyway, so they get there like, oh, my God, we got the money. And then Sucre comes in with a gun and he's like, fuck you guys. I'm stealing the money. And they're like, Sucre, no. And he's like, booyah. And he takes his <laughs> the backpack and he runs away with it. And they're like, oh, no. And he drives off on his motorcycle and then they all go their separate ways and uh michael's in the woods and he finds sucre and they're all like oh shit we pulled it off so it was a double cross that they worked out and then they open up the bag but the bag is full of national geographics oh shit double double cross teabag the rapist uh, filled a bag with magazines while no one noticed him take the bag of cash and hide it and they're yeah, like it yeah. must be they're all in one small space Where, i don't know how he when did he do this because yeah. the bag is like Four feet tall. <laughs> I don't know how he, why they had two of them. Well, uh, hey, everybody, yeah. look over there for 10 minutes. <laughs> he constructed a bag with a fake bottom, obviously, and had someone downstairs right. underneath yeah. it yeah. Right, remove the, the money. The false bottom, he just put a rug over it. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. It was a big hole. Yeah. A rug over it. <laughs> so then, now this is where, I mean, okay, if you're ever in prison <laughs> in a TV show, yeah. It is really easy to break out of prison and then avoid the police because these fucking idiots do, like, so, okay. <sighs> C-Note wants to go get his family, which they know he's going to go do, and they're waiting for him there. They release, they The company has released Link's son from prison because they know he's going to come for him, and he does. And then now that T-Bag the Rapist has $5 million, where does he go? He goes to the woman who ratted him out to go get her because he has money to get her. I don't know why he didn't do that. Anyway, so he's going to do that. So they, everyone knows where everyone is going. And yeah. because William Fickner is such a genius, he's able to read Michael's tattoos and figure out that he's going to New Mexico. So he's there waiting for him. So like, there's uh, anyway, <laughs> so there's a long labor scene where uh, Sucre's leg is caught under a log in a river. This is the worst thing in the world, like killing whole episode and stretch this shit out in Utah. Yeah. So Link goes to get his son, but it gets him because he 
pays a hobo to go punch his son in the face because then he can break into a hospital and get him out and suddenly get away with this. Like, I don't know. This is the most wanted man in America, and they don't have people watching his son's door. Anyway. Yeah. He gets away with that. Wait, why does he punch it? Wait, no. Because Link, he can't just go get him off the street. He pays the hobo. To go punch, punch him his in son the in the face. No, punch his kid in the face because then his kid will get put in the hospital. Oh, and then he can get him okay, out of the hospital because that's easy to do. Mm-hmm. And so they do that. Then uh, Teabag, the rapist, and the $5 million are on his way to the girl who ratted him out. But remember when I was talking about this, the, the, oh, the, the head of the, the prison guards, Billick? Yeah. Well, he figured out that they, there's the money. So he's been chasing. He doesn't want to turn them in anymore because he got fired over this. So he just wants the money. So he figures out the teabag has the money. And so he goes and finds teabag at this house. And teabag eats the key to where the the money is hid. And then he has to poop it out. And they get the key, <laughs> they get the key from his poop. Isn't he the guy who <laughs> ate the map? What won't he eat? Yeah. Was he this character just He'll there eat. to eat? Things? He'll eat everything that's important to them. Don't <laughs> ever give him any. He go? will this eat it or rape it. And now it's got National Geographic. Well, he ate the money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they beat him up. They go get the money. And then Billick gets crossed, double-crossed by his partner, who then knocks him out at the bus station and takes the money. So Billick's lying there unconscious. Michael goes and gets the girl, and they find out that William Fickner, the FBI agent who's been hunting them, he works for the company, too, and he's not even trying to bring them in because they just want him to kill them all. Because Uh-oh. he's been going, and he takes these pills because he's all sad about, uh, he killed this other inmate that, that escaped that he was after years before, and it was all famous and stuff like that. And then one thing I kept on, for, I always forget to mention, the crazy guy. Remember the crazy guy that he had to get on the meds yeah. and off the meds and fucked him over yeah. that guy escaped yes. with him and i forgot about it because the last time i saw him was in like an episode two and he was riding down a uh yeah yeah riding down a road <laughs> on a bicycle wearing a football helmet and, that was, <laughs> and then i just kind of forgot about him oh he was, and then he shows up this last episode i watched and he's still wearing that same shit and he breaks into a like a the ice cream place and eats a bunch of ice cream and <laughs> why, a, why is this, why this, this show with oh my god <laughs> what and so that he was like a his hair with coke did <laughs> Is he retarded? He's like crazy. Is, I like to think that that was like a whole episode. It was like a bottleneck episode. What's yeah. he up to? <laughs> like, Eating ice like cream. And, and this is the le- so he wa- he eats a bunch of ice cream and washes his hair with coke. And then he br- uh, go breaks into this woman's house and she's blind. She's like, "Billy, is that you?" And he's like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> and so really she makes took some a sandwiches. Stab in the dark and yeah. the voice there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's me, oh, Billy. Is, clearly you. That's exactly. How so he, he has his real shot. And he puts on this guy's clothes, fit him, of course, and he's a big dude. And uh, then he sees this poster and he's like, What is that picture? And she's like, That's Holland. You know that. He's like, It's beautiful. Okay. And so he, and she calls the cops because she figures out that he's not Billy, but he steals the painting yeah. and he's on the run. And he steals stuff from a, uh, a hardware store, and the dog in the hardware store chases him to a boat. And then he steals. He steals I'm, I'm almost done here. A, he steals from the dog. <laughs> the dog chases him to a boat, and which is like in someone's garage or uh, driveway. He steals a life preserver jacket from the boat. Feeds the dog some beef jerky. Now the dog is his friend. Then he goes to the beach, and he's got his like he's just wearing full full clothes and a life preserver. And he's like, I'm gonna build a raft and go to Holland. <laughs> I'm gonna start with this stick, and that's yeah. it. That's the last we've seen. Him oh now. my god! He's, so he's gonna build a raft and go to Holland, and I think the dog is coming with him. In in my mind, a lot of this show, there's not even a lot of is... dialogue or anything. It's just all 
like the, the whole soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, it just—it's oh. just. It's, oh, I it can't wait to terrible. get through season two because it's really starting to chafe me now. But they've yeah. got like a crazy guy who's just yeah. random crazy. You can tell because he wears a football helmet. <laughs> And washes um, his hair with Coca-Cola. But yeah, yeah that's my problem. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> it's like, not how broad is crazy. crazy in the reality of this show? How broad does crazy have to be? <laughs> Pretty damn he broad. Damn, and red's bike and washes his hair with Coke. It would be cheaper just to, yeah, go mm-hmm. find. And uh, his river. name is Haywire. Oh, yeah. Really? Crazy. Yep. Can anybody be named Steve in this oh, yeah. thing? Oh, here. This is how I'll wrap this whole thing up. Sea balls so, and Jimmy legs. T uh, Wiener. <laughs> T Wiener gets caught, like and he looks like he's gonna rat them all out because he ratted them all out to the CEO before. So he's gonna rat them all out again while they're trying to dig up the money, and he's leading the cops to to where they are. And then he rings the doorbell, and you're like, "Oh my god!" The door opens, and it was the girl he rode to Utah with. And he's like, "I just want to tell you, I think you're great." <laughs> and they're all like, "Get him! Get him! He's gonna run!" And the cops are swarming, and he's like, "I'm gonna write you. I hope you write me back." And booyah, and fucking, and she's all like, "Ooh." Yeah. <laughs> and he, so he gets arrested and that's the end of Tweener. T Wiener he's about to go back to prison but then for some reason even though he's part of the biggest manhunt in history they just leave him in the one car with William Fickner yeah. who drives him out to a field and then gets him out of the car and tells him about how he killed this uh, previous guy he'd been hunting and then just shoots him dead damn yeah just shoots him there and says huh? oh man he went for my gun so T Wiener has gone no more Gee, tea. And I was totally fucking relieved because he's yeah. the fucking worst. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I killed to... him off the show and then he went out and fucking ran somebody over and went to jail. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. T- yeah, yeah. That's that's Tea Wiener is in yeah. real prison now. Yeah. Well, that yep. was good. Yeah. That yeah. show sounds so terrible. So that's so where I'll terrible. leave you anyway. Tea Wiener's dead. Oh, man, this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, he's going to build a raft to Holland. I don't know why they didn't make a side series with this guy. Yeah, Spinoff. <laughs> oh, I've been talking for a long time. Um, yeah, well. That's Prison Break Corner for this week. Prison Break Corner. Prison Break Corner. Prison I'll break, be done season break. two by next week. Ugh, <laughs> um, all right, well then, just before we get to film roulette, listen to this. Calling all cinemaniacs. When Brandy Dean started her classic movie blog, prettycleverfilms.com, it was supposed to be a hobby, and then it took over her life. Why? Because she suffers from a serious case of cinemania. She is producing a 10-part web series called Cinemaniacs that will be featured on prettycleverfilms.com, and she needs your help. She launched an Indiegogo campaign, and you can check it out. Please donate some money to it. It's going to be awesome. You should read up about this uh, campaign the web series sounds super cool. They're going to talk about uh, cinemaniacs, people that buy too many posters, watch too many movies. It's going to be really cool, and you can donate anywhere from ten to a thousand dollars if you got that kind of pocket cash, and you'll get any number of uh, special surprises for contributors. So please go to prettycleverfilms.com, click on the right side, calling all cinemaniacs. There's a little button on there. You can see how far they're along how many funders they have, and how many days are left. Right now, there are 23 days left if you're listening to this on Wednesday. So check it out, prettycleverfilms.com, and support a really cool film-related web series that you're going to want to watch. So contribute and watch it, and you'll be like, I helped make that. That's me. That's my name on there if you did uh, one of the donations that puts your name on it. So do it. Check it out, prettycleverfilms.com. Now back to the show. 
Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die, and two of us that roll high get to go see something good, and the person who lo- rolls low has to go see something terrible, but he gets to give the winners a punishment album mm. of his choice. Mm. So that's what we do. Mm. This week, Greg and I went and saw Snitch with mm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Casey hopefully went and saw Anybody can dance. A, B, C, D. A, B, C, D. In 3D. <laughs> Maybe. More on that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, Greg and I went and saw Snitch. Yeah. Uh, this movie stars Dwayne Johnson. He produced it. Um, the director has directed a couple other like crime movies, but nothing huge. Yeah. Um, and quite a few people in this movie. Quite a I few people in this how, movie. Like every couple of scenes, somebody turn up and be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was really uh, looking forward to this movie. The trailer made it look really cool. Yeah, um, I thought, it looked, I thought it, looked, it looked to me like The Rock was really doing some acting in mm-hmm. this one. And it's based like... I'm going to assume a little loosely on on the true story of a guy who has to go undercover to f- catch a a drug uh, trafficker to save his son from a lofty jail sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Okay, so how do you want to start this conversation? Well, I it, this movie is definitely much more of a drama than it, it is, is a an drama action movie. Yes, uh, there's not a lot of there's a couple the, car there's a car chase or two. There's yeah, some running yeah, and some guns. Much. This but, is mostly a thrilling drama yeah uh that's about the uh excessive well some would say excessive uh sentencing for For first first time offenders and with uh, involving drugs yeah uh in in the united states um I, okay, I knew this movie was going to... It wasn't a full-out action Yeah, I quick. knew that, too. Um, and uh, I, I quite liked it. <laughs> I okay, It's not amazing, I didn't but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good watch. I didn't hate I'm it. I'm glad I saw it. Yeah, I I will say the movie starts and, and the whole... Like, it opens all right, but the whole setup of getting him to go... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Undercover and stuff. I just felt like the first chunk of the movie was very was very kind of like uneven in yeah. terms of like acting and kind of like hokey dialogue to set it up. Like yeah, like it like and I was expecting like 
Casey said, oh, The Rock's going to really start, like, flexing his acting. And so, and for the first, like, 20, 25 minutes, I was like, oh, I don't, this isn't all that good. Yeah. But once it kind of, uh, you you commit to the idea that he's going to do this, and then it becomes fairly entertaining and, and engaging in terms of him tracking people down. He tries to go out and, like... He, I like that he goes out on the streets to try and do it on his own before he gets Susan Sarandon. Yeah, yeah, and, just and gets he just gets ass his ass kicked, kicked, which was cool. And like, I think my whole thing about this movie is I kind of landed right in the middle. Like, I didn't love it, I didn't hate it. Um, I kind of applaud it for for not being an action movie and for having a little bit more to say. I think it was just it was an uneven movie. But like you said, like if I was to watch this on the weekend on Netflix or something, I'd be like, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I just got and Barry Pepper's good in it. Yeah. Uh, John Bernthal from uh, Walking Dead's in it. Um, Susan Sarandon's in is it. Is he any better in this than he is? Than he? Yeah, is he's not it. as irritating as he was on Walking Dead. I fucking hated him on Walking Dead. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Ugh. And uh, Michael Kenneth Williams, which people mostly know him as Omar from The Wire. Yes. He's yeah. in it, and he's always great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin Bratt turns up in it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It, yeah, it was... Um, um, and I liked that... What I did like about it is that Dwayne Johnson wasn't in. It wasn't there to be a Superman because he's all no. built. Yeah. Like, he goes out in the streets and gets fucking just shit kicked out yeah. of him, and he never turns into Superman. I read in a review that... Um, Which is... Cr- sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say I read an interview a review on that point that um, some somebody stated, I think it might have been Roger Ebert, that like... He's never the most intimidating man in any of the scenes that he's in. There's always somebody else that's like a crazier person or a crazy wild card that could yeah. like kill him or whatever. You're never just like, oh, he walked in this room all just like I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, no, whatever. he's totally vulnerable. Yeah, uh, that's for crazy the whole because movie. this is the biggest I've ever seen him. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's yeah. fucking inflated to, to twice the size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um. It, it activated my motion sickness a little, so I felt pretty shitty while yeah, I was watching it. Too much it. shaky too cam much in this shaky fucking cam. movie. Like, yeah. It's not for every scene. No. <laughs> Somebody's yeah. got to teach this director when to use it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I off. didn't... I was... I feel like because I went in thinking, like, this is going to be great, like, I'm going to be so into it that I was kind of just like, oh, a little let down. But it, yeah. it's not bad. It no. is it, it is not terrible. There's I mean, no it's, need to go see it in theaters. No. But, no. you know... But, like, don't if you were to be like bullet in the head or snitch i'd be like go snitch don't watch bullet in the head <laughs> like yeah because yeah. like you compare it to something like that that just reeked of like oh fucking they put a straight to video movie in the theaters and then you watch this you're like okay well there's like a craft to it in some regards yeah. and it's not the acting isn't great across the board but like and and there's i felt like there was a lot of like hokey shitty dialogue at times but yeah and it's too long and it's too long yeah it's almost two hours yeah but it is it is very much the definition of just like if you want to watch a thriller that's going to be pretty engaging and you don't have to think about it too much it's just going to kind of be entertaining and 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 that's it like definitely reach for this on on netflix yeah absolutely absolutely yeah And he's good in it. He, he carries yeah, he the movie. Yeah, he does really get well. to points where I was like, okay, yeah, good on you on, yeah, on that absolutely. scene. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that so for so Snitch, I guess. That. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's hard to when you when you when you feel like that, like you don't you can't rip on it. You no, can't there's not it. much yeah, to say. Just, <laughs> it's like, it's just not there's no really mediocre yeah. really. It's yeah. just yeah. it's got its thing and yeah. I, I respected it that it, you know didn't turn into commando no and I, but i did think that at the end there is kind of a big car chase in a truck uh versus some of the bad guys and when that did happen i was like this is awesome yeah it, it's yeah. good and it and it's tense again, yeah because you you genuinely don't feel like he's he, the guy who can yeah. get through this <laughs> yeah exactly yeah 
So, so yeah, man, watch it on Netflix yeah, or rent it, it on DVD if you do that. Definitely. Or steal it from the fucking computer. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, computer, give me that. I'm not your mom. Do what you want. Um, yeah. So Casey was tasked to go see ABCD, Anybody Can Dance, 3D, 160-minute yeah. Bollywood dance flick. Yeah. Turns out it was only in theaters for about the rest of the week after we recorded. Oh, and oh, then two, two days. Two days. The yeah. Where it was the window, uh, and, unbeknownst to us. And during those... Those days, I did not have a chance to go see the mm-hmm. movie. So, so you will be reaching into a bowl. Uh, you, <laughs> you would think, if not for my tenacity and good looks. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, so I found I found a version of it on the interwebs, but it didn't have any subtitles or anything. Yeah, I'm like, well, fuck. So I downloaded another one. And it also didn't have subtitles. And then I da- downloaded another one, and that one didn't work at all. So uh, I watched it without subtitles. So this is going to be a review of what 160 I minutes of a language you don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not entirely true, and I don't know if this is if this is just a coincidence, but apparently a lot of the Hindi languages. This this is a movie in Hindi. Apparently, a lot of it sounds an awful lot like English, so that every once in a while, a whole phrase will slip in and go, "Did that just sound like English, or was that <laughs> yeah, actually yeah. English?" Like. It, and I wish I could give you an example, but the example is basically going to be me doing, doing a horribly racist. racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Don't I'm do not, that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that thing, yeah. which I just did. Um, so, uh, as far as I can figure, yeah. Uh, this guy Vishnu, he's uh, him and his partner run a dance company, but his partner's shady, and he's all about just like making money and shit mm-hmm. and Vishnu is all about the dance yeah <laughs> uh, so uh, so he or, or I think he gets fired like I think that his partner <laughs> double crosses him and he's fired now he's all like oh. you're fired from dancing yeah. yeah no more dancing for you mustache get out <laughs> and he's all oh so he leaves and he goes home to a very big fat man that I think he lives with who's either his best friend <laughs> or his husband and uh, so he goes home and talks to the big fat guy, big giant fat guy for a while, and then he feels better. So they go to a party. Oh, wait, before they go to the party, <laughs> these parkour ninjas come up and they start running around the city. And then they inexplicably run past a small naked child who's peeing in the street in the middle of a busy thoroughfare. I guess that's what happens. Yeah. Um,. So the parkour ninjas go to Vishnu's house and and they argue with his fat husband about something. Uh, they go to uh, and then and then they meet a bunch of kids like these rival gangs or something at a uh, street dance, which yeah. is something that apparently yeah. happens quite commonly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, in this movie, if not in every dance movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of street dance competitions. Yeah, yeah. So this one happens, but. But Vishnu, who's just recently been fired or quit, I'm not 100% on that, uh, he's like, ah, oh, these kids have heart. I want to teach them how to dance, and yeah. then I'm going to make them dance in this big competition against the, the company uh, that, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, right. that he was fired from Fair or enough. quit from. Uh, so the ki- so he takes the kids, and they all fight amongst each other because they're all tough. Yes. Oh, man. When they dance. This is, you, are, you are almost exactly describing street dance, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, th- this was the thing is that there there didn't seem to be this is the first dance movie I've ever seen mm-hmm. the first Hindi movie I've ever seen <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, there didn't seem to be that much different about it except yeah. for, like, I think that the structure is different in Bollywood sure. movies because this happens and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens and then this guy just dies. <laughs> 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 like you don't think anyone died in street dance and it was only 85 minutes long yeah yeah no this is this is about eight hours into the movie when this <laughs> happens the guy shows up and i think he's either drunk or really sad i couldn't tell <laughs> um i think he was drunk because the guy vishnu was mad at him so i think he might have been drunk so he shows up and it's like oh there's the, he's a troubled soul um and then he <laughs> dies Spoiler alert. It's not much of a spoiler, yeah. though, because I can't imagine anybody listening knows. And nobody knows who he is. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who the characters either. are. Sure. Or yeah, yeah. He's just part of the big gang, I think. Yeah. And um, and then the cops come and, and try to arrest them for something. But then, but then one of the guys does this crazy freak out dance. Nice. <laughs> and then the cops are like, "Good enough." And then yeah. they go away. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure oh, what that the- happened in street dance. <laughs> really? Yeah. There was a, like a, the cops were like, "Well, well, first the cops came because too much dancing." Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah that seemed to be what the problem. Like I think yeah. that this was like f- the Footloose area. Oh my god! But yeah, so so that's what happens. So the cops come up, and then he does this crazy freakout dance. That's awesome, by the way. And then the cops are like, "Very good." So I assume, <laughs> not knowing any of the dialogue, I assume what happened was the cops came in and get, "Yeah, we're gonna arrest y'all unless one of you can do a super freaky dance." Yep. And then he did, and well, then they were like, "Well, let this be a lesson to everyone listening: if yeah. a cop gives you any trouble." Freak out dance, just yeah. freak out dance, and walk and away, like the <laughs> dancing or roller movie, skate away, whatever you. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that much about dance, like or like I'm sort of bored by by the whole concept of dance. I think, but the dancing in this movie is fucking really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know you cut back to the business partner, the shady guy from the original thing, and he's trying to rape somebody, and she doesn't even want to be raped, so uh, he's a bad guy. And then. I'm literally not even halfway through yeah, right now. So and I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it is it is basically this happens and then mm. oh and then they, they win a dance competition, like a little one. And they're getting closer to the big one. And then oh, but these guys are fighting now. Ah, oh, don't fight you guys. Okay. So like fighting uh, within their group of uh, okay. within their little yeah. group, right. And then they get on stage so, again. So they they keep getting on stage. Overcome their uh their like, Yeah, the, the their anger towards each other towards to work as a other. team. Right. So so all of this happens, and then the one guy dies, and that makes everybody sad. So they go, you know what? Let's win. Because that, <laughs> that guy's dead. Oh. Uh, and, then, and then they do, and that, that, that's the end. That's great. That's as much as I could do. Um, yeah. So... What did you think overall? Inter- like, if, I if, don't know. Like, if you, do you think, <laughs> from what you've seen, if you watched it with like dialogue and stuff, that you could have potentially been like, no, that was really well done, dance movie? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, honestly, that, that that's the funny thing, is that I found myself being really charmed by the movie yeah. every once in a while. There's this... this uh, there, there's a sequence where the fighter or the dancers are fighting on stage, and then and Vishnu gets like super mad at them and goes, "Fuck you guys, I'm out." So he just goes on this walk, and they have like, because you know it's Bollywood, so there's yeah. like these big giant uh, dance sequences. Yeah. Well, there's this big dance sequence of all the kids like hopping around in the streets with little signs that say "sorry," and they're singing a song about mm-hmm. how they're sorry, and it's like super charming and like just really like, <laughs> oh, I'll look at you. 
crazy <laughs> street pulled through, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, like, absolutely. If I if I knew a little bit better what was going on, I bet I would have really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and as it stood, not understanding all that much of what was going on, I did really like it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. See uh, what subtitles. You watched though, a movie you didn't mind, but at least it was 160 minutes long. So <laughs> it, it really didn't need a lot of it because, like, there was a lot of scenes where they were they would be dancing and then fighting and then yeah. And then, <laughs> oh, but let's have a nice montage where we do some things and yeah. then oh, another competition. Then and the only place where they ever fight is during their competitions. Yeah, like, which makes me think that they're not that great at dancers. Anyway, <laughs> so. Um. Okay, so because I lost last week, yeah. um, I gave you guys an album uh, to listen to, and the album that I gave you was an album by Jamie Liddell called Compass that he worked a little bit with Beck on, uh, Leslie Feist is on this album, lots of, uh, lots of people, one of the guys from Grizzly Bear is on this album, a bunch of Feist band, a guy, one of the guys from the Canadian band Zeus. Just like huge stacks of uh, of credits on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an album that I didn't really like that much the first time I heard it, and have found myself coming back to more and more lately. Um, so, what what did you guys think of this? Uh, well, I I mentioned to you earlier. I I knew it was kind of R and B soul, whatever, and a yeah. white guy doing it. So I had I didn't necessarily have expectations. I knew it was going to be. It was a little more oddball than just straight up blue eyed soul. Yeah, and it definitely was not the album I was expecting. the The, the real star of this album is the production. Yeah, it's definitely really wild and really, really fucking weird at times. I liked this record. Yeah, um, I'm not crazy about it. Like, mm-hmm. but I, there's stuff on it I really dug. Yeah, it's um, definitely an album that I am don't like everything on it and it is like it's 50 minutes it's a little bit too long it is too long um but i I find when the songs suffer i find myself just being like but it sounds cool like (laughs) yeah for sure um like i think it opens pretty strong with the first two songs and there's like a ballad that's pretty long but then yeah 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 that she needs me is necessary but then it goes into that i want to be your telephone with the chewbacca Chewbacca sound sound. (laughs) (laughs) i like that song and then it, like, it kind of slows down the middle, but then I feel like the title track, Compass, is like kind really of a good. really gorgeous love song that yeah, yeah. turns that, into a freaky, uh, funky jam. You Are Walking song? That's fucking yeah. a hell of a tune. Hell of a tune. Yeah, You Are yeah, Waking, waking is really good. Waking. You Are Waking is uh, is really cool. That's yeah. like the kind of aggressive one. Yeah, yeah. totally. It was Super really cool. wicked. And the production of this, like, the f- weird funk of this album is like... It's, it really reminded me of the back end of Outcast Stankonia. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love. It's really dark and weird, kind of sexy funk, and this is the not quite as weird and out there as that. Yeah, but uh, that's where immediately where my head went for most of the production on this uh, on this album. I just, I don't know. It sounded like it was a lot of fun to make. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a fun list. You can you can. There's a lot of like hearing people in the studio and shit. Like on yeah. um, enough's enough, which is kind of like the poppiest song I guess on here. Yeah, you, you can hear. The, oh yeah, it's super poppy. Yeah, so I, I kind of was like, you know what, this isn't too bad, but I, I almost hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Casey, what would you think of it? Uh, I loved it. Yeah, right on. I fucking it is loved cool. It. I found the stuff that I didn't even like. The stuff that was my least favorite 
which uh oh i kind of like that she needs me song like i thought that i think it's like, good it's just it's it doesn't, doesn't really go anywhere it does not need to be six minutes yeah like it's a good ballad it's just it, like two it, songs it, in you're you're on a high after those yeah first two yeah songs. your sweet boom is a like i, I love like, that eh, song it's a stupid name for a song but it's such a it's fucking a good song. song yeah i think my favorite thing was you are waking yeah. Um. Uh. I want to be your telephone. I. I made the note that there was a fun little uh, Chewbacca sound <laughs> yeah. in there. Uh. Yeah. I really liked Compass. I can't remember if it's uh, Gypsy Blood. It's it's around Gypsy Blood or Coma Chameleon. One of those songs in there because the, the yeah. that was at a time where I was trying to find a version of mm-hmm. uh, Always Be Closing Dancing or whatever it was called. Uh, so within those three, there's a song in there where I was like, fuck, I got to look that up or I got to remember to What's, see which yeah. fucking song was. Cause what I really like. But yeah, You Are Waking, I think is my favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, like you said, like I, I definitely agree that the, uh, the, the, the production... Is yeah. almost the the star but, attraction. Yeah, of this yeah. Thing. I feel like, but his, his voice, voice is, is so too. great. Oh no, yeah. it's really good. But and the stuff what, he they does don't push it voice. in your face. Like no, it's it sits in the right place. Yeah, yeah my, like my only thing is if he did like yeah, because apparently he has straight albums that yeah. aren't you know a weird production. Mm-hmm. I don't really have any interest in hearing those. <laughs> uh, well, I do because I did really like his voice and I like yeah. the way that he uses it and and. Uh, uh, I, I feel like these songs are like when, when I first got Mellow Gold, I was like, oh, this is one good song and then a bunch of trash, like a bunch of just crap that's like thrown together. And, yeah. blah. and when I first started listening to this, I'm like, it's got that same kind of thing that, that I didn't like at Mellow Gold. But I started listening to Mellow Gold more and more because this was back in the days when you used to buy cassettes and you yeah. had to listen to an album. Because you bought it. Because you. Bought, yeah. Yeah. So uh, so I, I really spent the time with Mellow Gold and, and, and ended up just absolutely loving that album. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like the more I the more time I spend with this album. Yeah. The more those little hooks, those mm-hmm. tiny little unassuming hooks that Beck just kind of throws yeah. into things to make the music overall sound a little more complicated or, or sound a little more full, maybe, but that you don't really necessarily yeah. check it at like, like registered on your first listen. So I yeah. think a couple of listens in, there's going to be so much in this yeah. album that yeah. I'm And that's I'm just the thing. No, I think like it. a week wasn't really no. enough to kind of absorb this yeah. album because there's so much happening. And, that, and that's exactly what like my relationship with it was. When I first heard it, I was like, oh, Beck worked on this guy's album. I'm going to check it out. And I was like, I don't think this is for me. And then like I started listening to it. And even now, even though there's things about it I don't like, I find myself almost like like liking the album because it's not perfect or whatever yeah. you know because yeah, it's so it, crazy it really and it's feels an like experiment that. it really feels like a lot of shit thrown together uh w- with with a through line of strong r&b vocals yeah. Yeah. and and i really dug i it. really like the stuff he does a lot of like looping and crazy like effects on his voice i think yeah. all that's super cool yeah yeah and at no point does it sound like he's hiding behind that because no. obviously again he does and it's really it's not it doesn't sound like it sounds authentic Sounds absolutely yeah. authentic, yeah. Sweet. Well, I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah, yeah totally did. So, yeah, I'll definitely listen to this again. Yeah, I'm gonna keep uh, keep on listening to it, particularly when uh, the spring starts rolling. In. Yeah, it for like sure. A nice spring summer album, definitely. Um, and Casey uh, lost and uh, learned that everybody can dance. Uh, yeah, what are you anybody us? can dance, and uh, he gets this assign an album to us now. Yeah, I yeah I I went a little different conceptually this time. Yeah. Um. By the way, it should have been called a C D because anybody is one word. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I I was like, uh, well, maybe it's anybody can dance. Mm-hmm. Any body. Yeah. yeah. Can dance. That's not a thing. 
It's all wrong. It's yeah. all wrong. One dance movie. You knew everything <laughs> yeah. about yeah. dancing. Yeah. yeah. I Well, well to you, be yeah. fair, <laughs> it was the length of about three dance movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like... Yeah, maybe so. So what are you, are you going to give us the soundtrack to Anybody Can Dance? No, no. Although it would be great. Yeah. The music was really That's charming, what I thought you meant too. by conceptually. No, no. Uh, I, I just... I, I didn't want, like, one artist or something like that. Like, I wanted to do a big thing. Okay. And uh, uh, and then, then I, I heard a song. I can't remember what the song was, but it, it reminded me of how shitty like the mid '90s was, like '95 oh, to like '98. Yeah, mm-hmm. just how shitty the music was around that time. And I'm like, how can I sort of give them that mm-hmm. as opposed to giving them? Oh, I and know I was, what you're going to do. You're fine. Intro- I don't I, like you anymore. What am I giving you? Are you I, giving us a big shiny? That's what tune? I was thinking. Big shiny tunes one. Oh, you son of a bitch. Big, big shiny, shiny tunes, tunes one. Two big shiny tunes two does suck, but has but is better than but than big, big shiny tunes two was one of the first albums. Uh, that I bought ever yeah yeah well that's the thing I guess your experience pretty, with these things must be a lot different yeah. because I bought that and then I also one of the first things I ever bought with my own money this is gonna age me terribly <laughs> but one of the first things I ever bought with my own money was a uh, Space Jam soundtrack cassette <laughs> Twelve ninety nine from HMV hey. with Basketball Jones by Chris Rock on it oh, <laughs> oh Jesus uh, oh, I'm excited in yeah, a weird way because I, I hate a lot of that shit too. Oh man, oh, you know what what's on this one? Um, uh, or I'll figure I just it out. Wait and see. Uh, yeah. Well, there, there are good <laughs> songs along with uh, the 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 way I got to it actually was um, uh, I had this great idea. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember. Oh, this God. came out uh, late '90s. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, came out late '90s, and and we were sort of obsessed with it when because it would come on much music all the time. It's not on Big Shiny Tunes or anything. There's a couple good ones on here. Uh, there's a couple of good ones, mostly crap though. Uh, but this song was just mystifying how bad and weird it was. Uh, uh, you remember Jordy Birch? <laughs> uh, if you don't remember oh, Jordy yeah. Birch, you remember the song Mula Mula? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That I was trying to find that album. Uh, wait, wait, wait. On Big Shiny Tunes Pure, one? No, right? it's not on okay. any of them. Yeah. It's not on any of the Big Shiny yeah, Tunes. That's, mula, what, that's mula, how I got mula, to this stuff. Mula, mula, mula. Uh, yeah, I know. It. And then in the video, he's all like, well, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and he's all like this guy who has no charisma whatsoever, yeah. and he's just singing about... He's the guy from Pure, right? From Pure, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we got um, Limb Lifter Tinfoil. Great Beck, song. Great song. Beck Novocaine. Good song. Great song. Radiohead song. Just. That's um, still a great song. Uh, you got some garbage on there. Oh, you yeah. got, I'm trying to pick the good ones. Uh, yeah, so we got I Mother Earth, Ugh. Bush, Porno for Pyros, Garbage, Marilyn Manson, Fun Loving Criminals, Scooby oh, Snacks, yeah, yeah. Better there's, Than there's Ezra, Sloan. Foo Fighters, Moist. What Sloan song is on there? Uh, the Good and Everyone. That's oh, oh. a great song. Killjoys, Raven song. Drool. Yeah. All right. Killjoys, I forgot about them. Yeah. Yeah, so, so uh, let's, I'm going to be uh, checking oh that out boy. for sure. Yeah, so right. spend some time with that and and uh well, I think it'll be fun. We got to get to rolling. We're let's going get long. To um So we're going to roll this week for the good movie is going to be Stoker. Yep. Which looks great. Yeah, and which Casey has something to say. I have yeah. a fun I have a fun tie-in for the movie Stoker. Uh, it ties in with one of our newer segments. Do you know who wrote Stoker? Greg. Was it me? <laughs> no, nobody. Not Do you remember writing a movie, buddy? No. Uh, it, it was written by uh, Prison Breaks Wentworth Miller. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep. 
What? Yep. yep. He and, wrote, uh, he oh wrote my God. from the director of Old Boy, yeah, from the actor Park. in Prison Break. What? Wait, yeah. Also wrote a movie. Nicole yep. Kidman. Oh, Dermot but it looks Rooney. good. The trailer is so good. It does look looks really good. All right. Maybe. And do you know what doesn't look good? Yes. Jack the Giant Slayer. That's Jack true. the Giant Slayer. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the loser. Casey's rolling first. All right. Here we go. Let's do this. Go what you Jack got? The giant Casey is going to roll a two. two. Oh. oh, this may be my streak. All right. I've never had one. I'm going to go Not, now. Oh, I had like a two or three. Casey had a streak at the beginning at where you went to nothing yeah. bad. So I'm going to go roll a one. <laughs> oh. oh, man. It is comforting to know no matter how bad I suck. Yep. Oh, wow. And I got a five. five. All right. Yeah. Right. You, you guys saw that I spun that like as much as I could, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did, too much, uh, too much. No, yep. a little too much backspin uh, back on Danny that. Danny Gorman. Uh, you guys buddy. are gonna be really sad when I kill myself. <laughs> 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 oh, good golly! Well, that'll be fun. Stoker it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh-uh. we got to get to Hero Swap. Let's do this thing. Let's go there. Hero Swap Cage Match is our weekly Hero segment where we bit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We will end with one. This is one of those matches. Round two finds us uh, uh, dealing with John Rambo. Yeah. Everyone knows who he is. Going up against Jason Bourne. Everyone knows who he is, too. Yeah. This is a oh, very... Oh, they're both so invincible. Yeah. It's going to come a lot down to, I think, where they are. Yeah, I know. Well, even then, I'm like, well, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah. So let's see where they are. We are in... Oh, God, the UFC again. We're getting that a lot lately. Oh, you rolled her one. That's weird. I did. Yeah, <laughs> now I did. Uh, not when it's, you know... Down when it comes not, down Not to when it, it could have helped you. <laughs> no. All right. So hand-to-hand combat strictly here. Yeah. Um, Both of them are really good at it. Yes. <laughs> this is just going to be a fight... Uh, just a brutal, a brutal hand-to-hand fight, and it's almost just going to be, it's almost just going to come down to like who is going to wear down first. Yeah. And I and my gut reaction is that I feel like Jason Bourne is somebody who could potentially get bludgeoned enough to not be good anymore. He does go into like robot mode, you know, where yeah. he shuts down and just yeah. and fists are flying, you know. But I feel like those movies never have the kind of ultra violence that the Rambo movies have. Yeah, so, they're we well, were in the reality, like I mean, you, you put them each in the reality of their own movies, mm-hmm. and there's more wanton large, damage more, to bodies in Rambo. Right. Yeah, Ra- Rambo has killed like 280 people yeah. on screen. Right, and in in super rough ways. Yeah, like, and, and like nobody in the first movie. So yeah, <laughs> so like it's like he'll tear a swath, whereas maybe uh, maybe Jason Bourne is a little more. Um, he takes out people that are like precision? his size and precise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and now Rambo, and also like okay, now Rambo take take knows how to take a beating too. He's been yes a prisoner of war. He's been tortured multiple times. Yes. Uh, he's can jump off of a cliff and through a tree and be okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he can set off firecrackers through his side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Rambo um, three. I, yeah. I know it well. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I saw. I recently watched uh, Rambo: First Blood Part Two on the big screen. Nice. Which was pretty fucking sweet. Let me tell you. I've had a song at the end. So weird. 
Um, First blood. And now at the beginning of Rambo 3, (laughs) Rambo is involved in one of them crazy, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I don't know what kind of fighting that is. But but like bare knuckle boxing, but like in the worst kind of way. Yeah. And he's really good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, I keep on picturing that scene from Hot Shots by Uh, Doug. More on that on that on Friday's Time Bandits because I have some stuff to say about that too. Uh, <laughs> we're going to intercut some Hot Shots part two action in there. <laughs> well, I could not stop thinking about it when I watched it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I honestly like as good as as good as he is, I feel like Rambo has, I don't know, I think he has a, a weird edge to him that is going to get over Jason Bourne because I feel like Jason Bourne's precise. I feel like he's fought a lot but he's never really I don't know. Has he ever really decimated somebody the way that Rambo has in terms of just like well, fucking... Well, no, but nobody has. You know? No. Like, Rambo turns people into vapor. That's why I think <laughs> well, Rambo's going to win. That's, but that's my with issue. guns. But at the, yeah. that's the thing. That's with guns. Like, he, he, he can go hand-to-hand. Well, and, he's like, like cracked I mean, people's necks and shit, right? Oh, and like done. Yeah, ripped out throats yeah, and stuff. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and that's so, when he's like an old man. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I don't know. I, like, I... In my head, one is not outweighing the other because, like, I gotta be say, I'm leaning towards Rambo in my mind. I am leaning towards Rambo unless, as well. unless just we uncover the violence something. and the fact that he's just so dead inside. Yeah, like, yeah. Born's got, but that's Born's the whole got, thing with even Jason we can't Born, remember that... who he was. He's got the, the love, the interest, you know, and he he's he's striving for something. Yeah. Uh, John Rambo just wants everybody to. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. He wants to be left was. alone in his misery and tortured mind. But if I understand correctly, that's that is his his MO to just be left the fuck alone and not have to go around killing people, which he ends up having to do. But Jason Bourne I guess is it's similar. Instinctively like he snaps and then becomes this ultimate killing machine, yeah. right? Yeah. So but I, I mean, just, I don't that, think we... in that respect, I think that that takes a lot of the emotion out of it because he sort of compartmentalizes. Oh yeah, I don't think much like you know, spy, like you hear about spies and and, and yeah, sleeper like that, agents. They, and all yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. compartmentalize. So I mean, that's that's. Very I don't much think his emotion thing. is going to yeah. come into it in terms of Jason Bourne in terms of a weakness. But I just think that you never see Jason Bourne reach the points that rambo does and i feel like he's gonna come at rambo with his machine-like killing intensity and rambo's gonna be annoyed and just mm. be like get the fuck away I from me i think and the like- edge will come in in that nothing that jason Bourne does to hurt or fight rambo is gonna shock him in any kind yes. of way right but i think the retaliation is what is going to shock Jason Bourne because Bourne doesn't get challenged in that kind no. of way with that kind of viciousness. Yeah, and I think he's more susceptible That's to being point. Uh, thrown off of his game by the explosive violence of Rambo. Of Rambo. Absolutely, and I think That's that an could. Interesting point I think I think Bourne is susceptible to having doubt, and Rambo is not. Mm-hmm. But how? I mean, does he become gradually? Like, granted, I haven't seen all of the the Bourne movies. Does he become gradually more and more himself? And less and less of this automatic instinctual yeah. killing machine. Yeah. That's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Then at what point from which do we take their peak moment of, I mean, this is just physicality. So probably his peak physical time was when, when he does have some semblance of who he was possibly. Right. It's probably the and second movie when he's the most aggressive yeah. too. Uh, and the best of the series, I'd say. The second one is outstanding. But I it's never so, thought a newspaper could be or a magazine could be such a threatening thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Seriously. What a great scene. But still, uh, it, it's still just a lot of fighting, and I think he, like, slams some people's heads against things and stuff and takes them out. But I, I just, I can't get off the point that uh, that Rambo is just going to really get pissed and I see really fuck some shit up. Yeah. All right. Well, if I can't, because I, I, my immediate thought is, is Rambo, but then I kind of go like, well, I, I, like I want to mm-hmm. explore, uh, my downfall is that I don't know enough about the Bourne movies and didn't get a chance to see them before this ep- before this episode. Mm-hmm. So I, I I can't really say definitively. But yeah. yeah, I, I think guess... there, you're right that there is something to his speed and his dexterity yeah, and precision. I mean, it's, but... it's, an, it's almost unfortunate yeah. that these two met now in yeah. this competition because either one of them could have gone far, very very far. Yeah. Um, and my instinct is is with Rambo here. I think I he's going to. So. You know, it's, it's going to be a long, bloody, oh, horrible, for sure. horrible, horrible display. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like well, it. Rambo's ripping take it. Yeah, yeah. If I, can't get, if I can't get my win, then I will at least take the consolation of a throat ripping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's a, uh, you know, somebody had to win. Yep. Yep. Oh, well, Jason Bourne uh, goes down. John Rambo moves on, as it should be, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, we got a good one next week. Really good one. Uh, very fun. Two two really fun movies uh, to to brush up on if you need to. Uh, we have Nick Parker as portrayed by Rucker Hauer in uh, Blind Fury. Oh yeah, it was a, hey, what a great movie! <laughs> what a good movie! I've said that before. Awesome. Man, that movie's awesome. Uh, I would totally rewatch that for. <laughs> I watched it, you know, for before his first fight too. Yeah, yeah. The, the Blind Swordsman, Nick Parker, uh, going up against uh, Jason Statham's Frank Martin, the Transporter. Uh oh, no, that's good. Coconut that's gloves. a good, good fight. Gloves. Coconut gloves. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like a blind man is going to be no match for coconut. Glass. I don't know. I don't know. Nick Parker's a he's 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 made he's killed he gets some people. Things done. He's in, yeah. He's in oh yeah. Two. I'm not saying he hasn't. He's he's Frank Martin. Frank Martin did blind man. But. I didn't agree with it, but Frank Martin did take down John Matrix. So he's uh, clearly formidable. Yeah. Uh, remember that? I didn't. Oh, I don't remember that. Go yeah. listen to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go listen to us talk about it. Yeah. It's available on yeah, iTunes. You said that. Like, how can you not know? Go listen to Go it. Go listen to it. <laughs> Will you? Disgrace. You don't know our episodes <laughs> back to front and front to back yet? <laughs> not yet. Um, all right. Well, then you can follow us on Twitter at SYNWPC or mm. Facebook.com slash SYNWPC. And mm. please follow at Modern Superior on Twitter for all of our great shows. Yes. And please come to Secret Screening Room. Yeah, tell them Larry Sugar sent you. March 5th. <laughs> tell them Larry Sugar sent you. You're going to come see a Half wicked price. movie. Half price, five bucks. If five you bucks. say that, if you don't say that, you're going to pay $10 like a goddamn like a idiot. Sucker. Like a fucking animal. Like a kind of a like goddamn average animal. person that didn't know Larry Sugar sent you. Some kind of a goddamn animal with $10. Who has inexplicably $10 in his paw or wing. Like a wolf or a kangaroo. Like some kind of an animal who likes movies and has $10. <laughs> <laughs> and owns a listening device <laughs> or doesn't own a listening yeah. device to listen to this and show has and no a nominal interest in podcasting yeah. 
Larry Sugar might be a dog guys. with money, and I enjoy movies, but not podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So no, here's sir. my ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what movie the dog would pick. <laughs> that darn cat, probably. Oh man! You know what? You might pick. I, there's a movie I noticed on Netflix that I just put into my instant queue that yeah. I have to watch at some point because I'm like, whoa, Jesus! Uh, there's a movie called The Talking Cat. Uh, tell me, is there a question mark I, and I an think exclamation so, yeah. point? Oh it's def- definitely at least an exclamation a point. Amazing! No, oh, de- I need to see that. Yeah, you guys are assuming and then I need to watch animals, Karate Dog afterwards. You guys are assuming that animals just want to watch movies about other animals. That's really yes. There is an uh, there is a question mark and an exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> There's two exclamation point question mark exclamation point. Oh, Jesus oh. Balls. a talking cat! Now what? I'm, now I'm very alarmed. <laughs> I'm excited enough for exclamation and points, but confused. Oh, oh, man, I am watching this when I get home tonight. You know why? You know who the voice of the cat is? Who? who? Fucking Eric Roberts. Oh, oh <laughs> what year is it from? It's like 2012. Oh, a talking shit. smarmy cat who can't act very well. 2013. Oh, oh boy, I want to know what that no, is like when you watch that it tonight. And yeah. you guys are gonna want to watch something with us on March 5th if you tell them that Larry Sugar sent you. And Larry Please. Sugar smelled your dick. Don't say that. Don't say. No, yeah. Don't if say, you, say if, you say, if you smell anyone's dick or talk about smelling dicks, it's we're $15. gonna get matched. Yeah, <laughs> it's extra. <laughs> so please come drink some beers, watch a movie. It'll be great. Camera Bar on Queen Street next Tuesday, and we will see you next Wednesday. Internet. Bye. Bye bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.